Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, on February 22nd, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe. Construction is underway on $26 million in improvements at Long Island MacArthur Airport that will include equipping the main terminal with a new roof, replacing three baggage carousels, and installing a new air purification system, according to Town of Islip officials. Brianne Letta reports on Newsday.com that separate federal and state grants will fund the projects that municipal officials plan to detail at a news conference today, when they'll also formally dedicate the airport's new $8.4 million ground transportation center. The $26 million in funding, when calculated with other projects, brings the total invested in capital improvements at the Islip MacArthur Airport to $100 million in the past seven years. The $26 million in improvements, which will upgrade systems, equipment and decor in the main terminal, will take about a year to complete and will address issues that have needed attention for decades, according to Islip Town Supervisor Angie Carpenter. Long Island Association President and CEO Matt Cohen said in an emailed statement to Newsday on Tuesday that the planned upgrades are necessary even as the community evaluates additional uh, infrastructure projects that accelerate economic growth, such as connecting a proposed new north terminal with the LIRR Ronkonkoma MacArthur Airport Station. Today's news conference will come just days after the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation officials confirmed to Newsday that the airport had been listed as a state Superfund site after significant chemical contamination was found in groundwater and soil. But officials said last week public wells in the area are safe to use and the DEC isn't concerned currently about public exposure to the contaminants. Looking at Long Island's seven-day average COVID-19 positivity rate, that number is sitting at just below 4% as of test results from Monday, according to the New York State Department of Health, a number that's below the statewide figure and about a 6% drop from the year's high after the New Year's weekend. COVID-19 hospitalizations on Long Island have also declined since the start of the year, according to the state. Olivia Winslow reporting on Newsday.com that on February 17th, the last day to be available, there were 264 total patients hospitalized compared to 912 on January 3rd when the seven-day positivity rate for Nassau and Suffolk combined was at about 10 percent, quite high. Statewide, the average positivity rate stood at 4.25 percent this past Monday, Health experts on Long Island cautioned against viewing the latest numbers as reason to believe the virus no longer poses a threat. I think this is an important note, particularly to the elderly and those with compromised immune systems, uh, and urged people to get the updated boosters for protection against a disease that has not gone away. State health officials noted the latest figures on positivity rates included only PCR lab tests reported to the the department not self-administered at-home tests, uh, of which many people uh, are doing these days. That makes them a potentially significant undercount, experts said. Uh, In related news, according to the New York State Department of Health, per test results from Monday, 84.7% in Nassau and 76.7% in Suffolk have completed their primary series of COVID vaccines. While a much smaller fraction are up to date 
on the uh, booster shots. Only 12.6% in Nassau and 12.3% in Suffolk had received the bivalent booster shot as of February 17th. That's one of the reasons the region, quote, remains in some ways vulnerable. That's Sean Clouston, an epidemiologist and associate professor of public health at Stony Brook University. As quoted in Newsday, Clouston said, we're in a better place now than two or three years ago, but COVID-19 still hasn't gone away. And finally, a spokesperson for the giant marina company Safe Harbor confirmed this week that the group purchased the property once known as the Montauk Yacht Club from Gurney's Resorts last summer and will reestablish the name as the Montauk Yacht Club in 2023. Michael Wright reports on 27East.com that since 2018, the Yacht Club had been known as Gurney's Star Island Resort and Marina after the investors who purchased the former Gurney's Inn in 2013 bought the 35-acre property and invested a reported $13 million in refurbishing the 107 hotel rooms with 219 slips capable of accommodating vessels up to 300 feet. The Montauk Yacht Club is the largest marina in the harbor. Safe Harbor owns more than 130 marinas across the United States and in Puerto Rico, the largest dedicated marina operator in the world, the company says. But this is the first time the company has taken over an entire resort and hotel property. Quote, the Montauk Yacht Club will be about connecting people by water, a spokesperson said. Whether it's paddleboarding across the harbor or chartering a boat or the concierge service for destinations, it will be about the connection to the water. The company says it is also dedicated to improving employee housing, supporting local charities and events throughout the hamlet and steering its guests and customers to other local businesses and wares. Montauk Yacht Club was built in 1928 and included Astors, Whitney's, and Vanderbilt's. Among its original members, Charles Lindbergh was a guest at the club, arriving on Lake Montauk with his seaplane. Reading the weather in Shirley in honor of our first guest this morning, Mercedes Edwards, joining us with more goods, Mary Latham, uh, in the WLIWFM studio Looking like a chance of rain, snow, and sleet between 1 and 4 p.m. today. Then rain possibly mixed with sleet, high near 43 degrees. Calm wind becoming southwest 5 to 7 miles per hour in the afternoon. Rain continuing tonight mainly before 4 a.m., so through the early morning. Low around 36 degrees, light east wind increasing to 5 to 9 miles per hour in the evening. Right now, it's 39 degrees, and you know I prepared a more good uh, playlist for you this morning. So we got Leo Sayer, Boston, and then we've got a local two-pack, Bill Scorsari and Rob Europe, before Caroline Rose. I think her father lives in Center Mortgages, so quasi-local, and then a little Chris Stapleton. But first, the Bee Gees, right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
Boston after Leo Sayer here on the more good edition of the heart of the East End on Long Island's only local NPR radio station WLIWFM 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut 96.9 in central and western Suffolk County streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio. I am so psyched because I have someone I've never met before in the chair, and that makes me so happy. Mercedes Edwards of Shirley, Long Island. Good morning, Mercedes. Good morning. So I, you know, off the bat, I'm like, this crazy girl, she wants, you want to go into radio? You want to do something like this? Yeah, radio and podcasting I've been very interested in. When I was in sixth grade, they gave us a huge book full of all the careers in the world that you could find. And I remember seeing Taxi Driver thinking it was hilarious. And then I remember seeing Radio Jockey thinking, yeah, I have to do that. That's what you want to do. And what is it? What, what what draws you to doing radio? The idea, when I took some classes in college and you think about what you want in a job and like the work culture and the demands and the separation between work and life balance, going into work and talking, it's like my favorite thing to do. When I go and I, I'm a server and a bartender. Nice. So talking I understand to people you. all day all is day like long. my favorite thing. So the idea of going into work and talking and listening to music and helping people it just fits. Yeah, just all the perspectives, talking to new people, talking about current events, talking about music, all the different genres and all yes. the different decades. She's speaking to me right into my soul. Bartender as well. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about how you got into that work? Because uh, it's it's like within the restaurant world, sometimes it can be a, a bit of a, a coveted position well, but it's it's interesting. I love hearing people's journeys, how they got there. So uh, when the pandemic hit, I moved back home, but my mom moved an hour. Where were you before? I was. I went to school in Oneonta. Okay. Yeah. So and, up there, right? Right. Oneonta's and then like... I graduated from Greenport High School. So I okay. went to Greenport my whole life, basically. Love it. And during the pandemic, my mom, she bought a house in Shirley, which is amazing. Um, but it definitely was an interesting transition for myself. So when I was trying to find a job, I struggled. And then I was just walking around Greenport. One of my cousins that worked at Lucerito, she's like, hey, do you want to host here? And I was like, beggars can't be choosers. I've been looking for a job. Sign me up. Like, so whatever you, you guys want Mark. me to do. Yeah. Um, we love this. And I've been working at Lucerito's for over a year. I don't work there anymore just because I live so far and 
the finances weren't adding although, up properly. Although but... it's very funny because, you know, if you don't have a Lucharitos in your town, wait a year. Yeah. And then there will be one. <laughs> I know the whole plan. I know the five-year plan. Yes. Just wait a year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where's the the newest one? Uh, I was surprised. Mineola. Yes. Yes. Mineola. Yeah. He's spreading. And now that he's doing um, in the Manitouk movie theater, yes. that I just went to the axe throwing last you weekend. Did. Tell me, it everything. was phenomenal. It was amazing. It smelled like a tech room when I walked in. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I kind of. I went to Dave and Buster's one time, and they have like a very modified version. So I'm thinking it's going to be a slightly less modified version. It's the real deal. It's like a real. It's axe. very much so real, and it you gotta, feels like, so empowering. Sign, you got to sign a waiver, I'm sure. Yes, I know they wanted like a rec room, but they've got like a splatter paint room. Paint smash. I want to. Yeah. I want to do the paint like the splatter room. Oh yeah, that's on I'm my a, list I'm to do about next. That. I wonder if there's a way that you can like probably I guess if you bring some paper, have like a some art. And, and Jackson Pollock, the room. They definitely, um, he posted a video of his kids doing it. And he, were, he was saying it, it was kid approved. JoJo and they and did Jazz. have like a mini canvas or a paper that was on the wall oh, that they were God. painting onto and yes. throwing onto. I'm so excited. And and the thing that I'm most excited about with that uh, development, which that has been years in the making, uh, the burrito bar, and it was going to be uh, more of a partnership, but they're going to be running old movies. Yeah. I think we should, I think we should check it out. I want to say hi. Say hi to more goods, Mary Latham, who's the reason that this fantastic human being is sitting in front of us. Thank you, Mary. Uh, you are so welcome. I met Mercedes a couple weeks ago, and the second I met her, I was like, this girl has good energy, and I want her around, and I want to help her. So she said she wanted to do something with the radio, and I was like, who can I call that is another very good energy, optimistic person that can make stuff happen? So that's how we're here this morning. And that's exactly the type of human that you are. And I remember that feeling when you came to, when I was on the AM dial, when More Good was just getting launched and you were grieving your mom and talking about the story of how More Good was born. And what a beautiful thing, what a beautiful journey. How long were, were you out in uh, the country for? I, did you go to all 50 states? I did. I hit all 50 and then the world shut down. So really good timing. <laughs> so now I got to I got to ask uh, Alaska and Hawaii. Yes. Flew to those ones. Yes. I had big dreams of driving to Alaska, but I had like a lot of um, ailments <laughs> from living on the road for so long. And also right. Lyme disease was really affecting oh, my legs. No. And so, yeah, so it would have been a, a lot of extra driving to, to do that. So I ended although up I'm sure you didn't even need to leave Long Island to get the Lyme. Yeah. Oh, no, I definitely got the Lyme here. Yeah. Yes. On Long Island, <laughs> where yes. most of us have Lyme um, without even knowing. But yeah, so I ended up connecting actually to Subaru, um, which I know is one of the sponsors here, I feel like, or at least I heard on the radio here. Um, and they actually helped me get to the last two states. And of... what a perfect partnership, because what are they? They're powered by love or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> I think about a Subaru for, for next time. We'll get back. We'll talk more with Mary. At the bottom of the next hour. Stay tuned for that. It is the more good edition. Uh, and we definitely do have some local folks. So uh, Bill Scorzari and Rob Europe will be on the back end of this interview with Mercedes Edwards. But I got to know more about you, Mercedes. So how old are you? You went to SUNY Oneonta. What did you study? Uh, go. I'm 24. Questions. Okay. I actually went to uh, 
university at Albany my first year. Okay. And then I felt like it didn't fit. And I actually had a lot of family that went to SUNY Oneonta, and a lot of the teachers in South Holden Greenport School went to SUNY Oneonta. So I went there, and I was fortunate enough to like work at the same job as my cousins. We all went there at the same time, so it was a very unique experience. Oh, yeah, that's awesome to have a support system that's like that. It it was an experience like no other. Like I don't I don't think I've ever met anyone else that can say that, except I'm, for my cousins. So so Albany, it, it kind of looks like. I remember driving past it once and thinking, like, this looks like the the city, like the Emerald City from um, Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. It looks like the whole thing is made of metal or something. Yeah, it's well, all so cement. What, what was it like to, to live there? It was, well, the structure of the actual campus when it's not sunny outside was not very fun. But besides that, it was a very eye-opening experience because I come from, my graduating class was 44 students. Whoa! Yeah, and then there's like 44 people on one floor of one building within one quad of the whole campus. Like when we took the picture of the freshman class, it was like 22,000 students. And I remember looking back at the picture trying to find myself. and I'm like, I've never had this problem before. Right. Yeah. Although Greenport, how how big was your graduating class in Greenport? 44. 44? Yeah. That's very small. Yeah. Although I'm sure it would seem very large if you compare it with Shelter Island. Definitely. Like when we were in our classes, one of the icebreakers all the professors do is like, oh, what was your graduating class? People are like 3,000, 1,100, 300. I'm like 44 and everyone's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's just it. I was, you see, I was uh, 125. And even so, I think I was named like three of the superlatives. Because it's that small. Did you have superlatives? I did. I got teacher's pet. Nice! And shortest fuse. I don't know how those two go together, but I've accepted it. Do you have a short fuse? Apparently. Apparently it's so. It's because she's passionate. I feel like I'm a very patient person. I, I just You have seem my like one. I'm very excited. You know, and also, you know, and if it's the type of thing where you stand up for what you believe in, then girl, I support you. You know I what it is? You. Sometimes I think I don't need to think before I speak. Uh-huh. I just speak. Yeah, from the heart. Yeah. I'm very passionate about what I speak about. There's nothing, that's not having a short fuse. That's yeah. just knowing who you are. Yeah. Yeah, guys, whoever <laughs> voted you that way. All right, so so let's talk about podcasts because I, I can see you having a successful podcast. And I don't know if you've started one yet. Have you? I have not, but you should see what my room looks like right now. It's so funny. It looks like I'm trying to create a mini studio. Yes, as you should. Yes. I have like the microphone, the headphones, the audio Beautiful. interface, the mixer. Beautiful. I'm learning how to do everything with it. Oh. Yeah, I'm working on it. I actually had it's a friend coming. who I told in the past that I wanted to do a podcast. And we relate on a lot of the struggles that we've experienced and a lot of the perspectives that we can relate on. And What are those? Can you talk, us, talk to us a little bit more about? Without giving too much of it away, okay. just because we are trying to make this happen, in a general idea, it's offering the perspective of growing up in a, like growing up biracial, basically. Yeah. That is an important story. Yeah. And, and, and very... Relevant. It's a very unique perspective we've learned because we have these conversations where we feel like we only understand each other. I feel like that's where I struggled when I went to uh, UAlbany is I couldn't find, not to make it sound like it's about race, but I couldn't find other mixed people that I could relate to. And that was very, that was something that I felt very passionately about because they get it. It's different when you're growing up and one side of your family is this, the other side of your family is that. Right. And everywhere you go, you're kind of like, I know I'm supposed to fit in, but sometimes I don't feel like I'm treated that way. And right. it's not ever malicious or 
meant no. to be a negative thing. It's just the way that the world right. works. It's just reality. Right. You so matter- being able to offer those perspectives to people that we are related to, to people that don't know about it, to people that have no idea that this is even a perspective in itself. That's where our goal is, basically. I'm so excited. What is there was just there's a brand new movie that's out. It's um, a Jonah Hill movie, and he has a podcast with what is it? You people? Yes, you people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, but uh, his podcast. The podcast in that talks about the culture. Right. It talks about the culture, and he has an. He has a. It's his co-host is a black female. Yes, and he is dating a black female where the parents are not totally accepting of, well, where is your placement? Why do you have the right to talk oh my God. about the it was, culture? What it do was you know so, about the culture? It was so hard to watch in points, um, especially his family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please, please stop. It, 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 marginalized, no matter what your marginalization is, uh, it can be painful yeah. at times just being a person. Yeah. In the world, uh, if and you know if you're different uh, in some way, uh, it's so important what you want to do, and I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! <laughs> so wait, when 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 do you start recording? She has a very busy schedule, so what's her deal? Uh, she just is doing everything. She's and that's I. That's great. Much like me, it's like we're always helping each other. We're always helping our family. We're always doing something for there's multiple children in the family, whether it's nieces and nephews, Don't siblings. Don't forget yourself. It, that's, yeah, that's what, we're, <laughs> that's what we're working on this year is finding time for ourselves. And that's part of the reason that we want to do the podcast is so that we can set aside time to just for hours in one day. Just that's our, that's our time. Mercedes, where can people find you to follow you and wait for your and wait patiently for your podcast to drop? Um, well, I'm on social media. What's your, how can we at you? My name on Instagram is Mercedes F-E underscore. Got it. Mercedes F-E underscore. (laughs) I'm Gianna Volpe. Uh, That was Mercedes. Mary Latham coming up a little bit later. This is Bill Squizari and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you just heard, what is today? Ah, it is the Wednesday Works segment. Uh, right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Pushing and pulling and going back and forth. Wonder if I should get involved in it anymore. Wonder if maybe I just haven't got the time or if I just keep on trying. And I don't mind all the silence that's been left here in my life. It's the space between the lines. Yeah, it's come to ease my mind. It's the embrace I seek to find. It's like door is opened by a summer breeze. Yeah, it's just like, baby, please come in and bring to me more of 
your love Baby, please come in and bring to me More of your love And your, your beautiful presence Your beautiful presence You're beautiful, you're beautiful You're wonderful I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I'm waiting. Yes, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that train to my destination, and I don't want to be late. Those words that you said to me over and over again, it's like a melody, it's like a symphony. It's like when the door is opened by a summer breeze, yeah, it's just like, baby, please come in and bring to me more of your love. Baby, please, won't you just come on in and bring to me more of your love. Your beautiful presence. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're magical. You're a miracle to me. Yeah, it's come to ease my mind It's the embrace I seek to find It's like when the door is opened By a summer breeze Yeah, it's just like Baby, please come in
North Fork's very own Rob Europe. This next artist, Caroline Rose, her dad, I think, lives in one of the Mariches. Um, it's called More of the Same, but you know you always get something different when you tune in to The Heart, the weekday morning and midnight show on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Everything 
Stapleton's More of You from the Traveler record of 2015. Hard choices, my friends. All right, I, I'm, I have to hop past Electric Guest and the Greeting Committee's More Tracks uh, to play Bobby Darren's More, just so we have enough time for our little dance party, our More Good Dance Party, into the top of the hour, the NPR news break, and the local news update. I'm Jenna Volpe. This is Bobby Darren and you, whoever you are out there. You're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Fias, I'm going to have to say. I could be vastly mispronouncing their name, but I hope I'm not. With more good, their single from 2014 will lead you into the NPR news break. I'm Jenna Volpe. This is Bobby Darren. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM. This is the love that I give to you alone More than the simple words I try to say I only live to love you more each day More than you'll ever know My arms long to hold you So my life will be in your keeping Waking, sleeping, laughing, weeping Longer than always is a long, long time But far beyond forever You'll be mine I know I never lived before And my heart is very sure No one else could love you Love the world 
has known This is the love that I give to you alone More than the simple words I try to say I only live to love you So my life will be in your keeping Waking, sleeping, laughing, weeping Longer than always is a long, long, long time But far beyond forever you'll be mine I know I never lived before And my heart is very sure Yeah, get a little 